If you like fat guys talking about general interest topics, you're in luck. It's time for Cliff and Kindle, Coast to Coast. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what? The jalapeno, jalapeno, Kindle, 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 Close quarters. <laughs> this is the, the booth is the same size that I it know, always but, is. But Kendall, just, just hearing we're under quarantine makes it even worse. But we are here quarantined. We, you know, all got stuck here at the store. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turns. Uh, sorry, I've been having a lot of quarantine snacks, and they're all coming back right now. <laughs> yeah, we know. Butter turn of pottery and butter, and you know, we all sort of have our own little corner staked out. I'm staked out the corner over there by the butter freezer half the butter supply is already gone yeah i got the cheese corner which i'm starting to get a little uh full of cheese lately which is i never thought would happen i don't know i don't i don't think i really like sheep cheese i'd just rather eat the sheep butter with the spoon to me i like that better crock pot you know she's over there in her pottery corner and charles the contractor he's in that corner that smells like urine over there and well, that's what that bucket is i'm sure yeah and then mrs potter butter butter churn and mr snodbottom and the kids they've all you know they've got the stock room back there there she's been teaching them you know she's got them doing lessons every day and it just i think you maybe ought to go back there and then take in a few just audit a couple of their courses kendall <laughs> i'm just auditing your home schooling <laughs> Well, while we're here, we want to make sure we all stay healthy, and we want to make sure, you know, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turner, Mr. Snodbottom, above all, stay healthy since it's so dangerous for the, the our wonderful elders. Oh, I know. But, Kendall, this is a show about what? Would you please introduce the topic? Oh, Cliff, it's, you know, those good old movies that we all grew up watching, those science fiction movies. We are talking the top, well, we're talking the 10 science fiction movies that cannot be missed. That can't be missed. I think these are the 10 that you need to see before you die. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so you better get on it. You better get on it. 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 Come on, get on it. You better get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Come on, get on it. <laughs> well, not here or nor there. I watched Weekend at Bernie's last night, the original one. Yeah. And I just, I just love that movie. I haven't watched it in so long. And I'm just reliving all these old great movies since it's been, you know, just us locked in for so many days now. I know. Oh, is that what you were watching over there? I was watching... Uh, Cecil B. Demented, the John Waters movie. Uh, well, we'll have to trade in a few days and, and <laughs> watch all the other ones that the other person had. Uh, it, it reminded me of you and just of America at large because it's about this crazy director and it, they go to a movie theater at one point and the, all the movies that are playing, it just is, says Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek. Oh, there's a movie theater I'd be fine with. I know. I thought there's Kendall's Theater of Choice. <laughs> Well, and that's why I'm so glad we're talking about science fiction movies today. Oh, all right, Kendall. So do you, or do you want me, or do you want to flip a coin as to see who, or a space coin to see who starts off the countdown? Well, Cliff, unfortunately, that space coin would just keep flipping for eternity on and on and on. So I'm just going to be the nice person and let you go first. All right, Kendall, number 10, the science fiction movies you need to see before you die. Gotta see, gotta see. All right, number 10 on the list. Kendall, come one, come all, you gotta see the space balls. Space balls. Uh, Oh, yes. I can't believe I didn't even think to put that on my list, but yes, you are correct. Oh, my God, you idiot. It is so great. May the Schwartz be with you. Spaceballs, the placemat. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Surrounded by assholes. 
It, it's just a fantastic movie. Of course, my favorite part is Joan Rivers as Dot Matrix. Oh, yeah. The robot and uh, John Candy as Barf, who just looks just like us. <laughs> I, just look, I just look at him, and I'm just like, I just feel, you know, you just feel him. Some people, through the movie, you just feel like, hey, I know that guy. I am that guy. We're all that guy. Oh, I have thought... I've really thought for years about going as Barf for Halloween, and one of these years I'm gonna get around to doing it. Well, you've got to, and because he's so great, and then just oh, Pizza the Hut, just so disgusting. You've got to watch. Oh, see, now I my mouth waters when I see that. <laughs> no, like, mm. it will not. You've got to watch. I was it. like, if only I was quarantined with him. <laughs> oh man, but, you know things would get dirty. Spoiler alert: later in the movie, it is revealed that he got locked inside his own limo and ate himself to death. Well, see, that's what would have happened to us. <laughs> that's what would happen to us, too. Unfortunately. <laughs> but he's so gross because it's just like Jesus bubbling and dripping down his face. It's so nasty. I love it. I love it. I remember as a kid thinking, like, where do I find one of those? <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, it's much better than all the Star Wars movies. Because I saw it long before I ever saw any Star Wars movies. Oh, I did, too. Yeah. I had no idea what the jokes even were, but I love them. I love it. I love it. Well, God, I'm sorry. This is so distracting. There, water is like dripping on the booth. There must be a leak from up above or something. I don't know if you can hear it. There's but a, it's just oh, drip, drip, I saw. Drip. I saw that there was a leak earlier in the week, and I asked Charles, the contractor, to get up there, and he said he would as soon as the quarantine was lifted because he didn't feel like he should get up that close to the ceiling during the quarantine. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I would like to share one with you. Let's let's go with number nine. Number nine. And I know this uh, is going to come as a shock to you that this is uh, so far back, but we're we're counting them up. So I'm going to say number nine, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Well, I knew it would be on your list, Kendall, because any movie where someone is sculpting mashed potatoes is one of your favorites immediately. Well, of course. Of course. I've sculpted. When I saw that movie, I immediately went out, got ice cream, mashed potatoes, everything, and started sculpting that mountain. Because I was like, I just need more food to try this out on. More food. More food. <laughs> Unfortunately. But isn't it so great? Because, you know, at the end, which, spoiler alert if you hadn't seen it, don't listen. But, you know, he decides to go with the aliens and go back to another planet because he's just not happy here. And isn't that just a wonderful sentiment? It's just like, just take me take away. Me, take away. <laughs> up, up and away in your beautiful <laughs> spaceship. Now, Kendall, now who is the who's the wife? It's Richard Dreyfus and is it Terry Gar? Yes, Terry Gar. Oh, okay. Well, I love her. I haven't seen that in a really long time, but I remember the bum 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 or whatever the tones. Well, you got the gist of the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. But mashed potatoes, <laughs> the tones. It's and Kendall says it's a must see. It's a must see, and if you hadn't seen it, you must go see it. Oh boy! <laughs> How are you doing over here? I, I've, I hope you aren't going stir crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm pretty stir crazy, but. What else is new? Oh, dear. Kendall's is still crazy after all these days that we've been quarantined here in the store. I just think it's a wonderful thing that if we are stuck together in quarantine, at least we're here together. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, what a beautiful sentiment, Sugarlump. I think perhaps you should embroider that on a pillow or on one of your doilies over there in the doily section of the store. Well, I do think we have time, dear. <laughs> Oh, yes. I hope we've got enough needle and thread. Now, these packages came for us straight from KBSH a little earlier, and I thought I would pass them out right now, dear, so we could all see what's going on. Oh. Oh, are they, are they gifts for us? <laughs> some sort of bonus. Oh, maybe they've sent us shirts with our logo on them. Gandil, I, I hope Let not, because no shirt anybody's ever sent me has been big enough. <laughs> well, we could just quilt them together and make one. Hold on, let's see. Let me open this up and see what this is. Oh, dear, please, try not to tear the packaging. It's such beautiful packaging, boy. We've got to hold on to that. We might be able to use that for some of our classes in the homeschooling with it. Oh, oh yes. I can see Opie making some sort of science project out of that. And Funky, too. Oh, my gosh. This is... Oh, my God. 
it oh Kendall, it, what are you is it somebody mail you their dirty underwear again no it's worse it, it uh, this is from kbsh i i guess they're sending us test kits because we're of course big celebrities there in Busheltown, and they're wanting us to test it says that that they based on our info it seems like we're all positive and we need to take this test right away <laughs> Oh, I, I think there must be oh, some sort of mistake there, boys. I can't believe it. Uh, it's right here in fine print. Oh, my dear, check the fine print. What have you always taught me if it's in the oh, print? Oh, this is crazy. Oh, yes, dear, if it's in the print, we must take the test. How, how do we do this, dear? Do we swab or put something in our mouth? Oh, I will. Oh, yeah, it's here it says swab with this little cotton swab. Here, let's all let's all do this and let's get it. Away, right? Oh, we don't have to use that same swab for all of us, do we? No, it's got one for everybody. It's not a swab and pass. Here, here's one for you. <laughs> here's one for you, Mrs. Potter Butterbutter. No, like you did. Now just look, just put it in your mouth like this. Uh, <laughs> My bowels, they're so disgusted and humiliated by this whole, this whole situation oh, there. Don't, don't get any on the swab, dear. It might make the test not accurate. Well, probably you could just swab that too, I would think. <laughs> I'm sure you could swab almost anything. Just well, here, look, I've got here. I put them back in these little right. files here. So, you, uh, why don't you go ahead and send these off to the to the lab? I think they have one here in Fizzy One Eleven. Uh, yeah, they, well, you got to get them some sort of bike messenger or something because you guys can't be going out. We got to get Crockpot to stand outside on the sidewalk. Oh, that's that's a good idea, Crockpot. See if you could flag someone down. Right. It's of importance. Oh, oh, Cliff, this is terrible. We're never going to be able to leave here now. Well, and sh- should should we have swabbed Crockpot and the the kids and Charles too. Well, you know they say that kids aren't as susceptible to it, and and if we got it, then we'll then we'll swab them. Uh, I guess. I mean, I, we've been quarantined together, so if we've got it, they've got it. It's safe to say. Yeah, and they only sent four tests, so there you go. Maybe, Had our names on them. Yeah, maybe we should have doubled up on the swabs. <laughs> uh, but like you said, I know if you've got it, I've got it because we're always in this booth belching on each other. So, <laughs> so Cliff, well, let's you know. The show must go on. It must. So let's just continue on. It's not like it's going to change anything. It's not. It's what a great attitude, great way of looking at things, giving us a dose of reality there, Kendall. Keeping us grounded. We all need to get some grounding. <laughs> Don't we, though? Yes, we need to all go lay in the ground and ground ourselves or something. I follow a couple of Instagram accounts where it'll, it'll say, like, oh, this is the reaction... Uh, from this sign to, to such and such scenario, right? Does that make any sense? Uh, I did not follow that. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Okay, so it'll be like um, this is how a, a Virgo would react to such and oh, such. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and Astro- this is yes, how astronomy. Yeah, astrology. this is how Scorpio would react to such and such. And yep. so, and of course, some of them I read, and they're very off. And I'm like, no, that's not me at all. But sometimes the Virgo thing, I'm like, whoa, this is you read my mind. Virgo is like, oh, I'm getting all dressed up to go out uh, to go and be like shy and awkward and weird all night. And I'm like, that is me. That yeah. is me totally. It fits. But I know I'm always embarrassing everyone who asks me to go anywhere because I just get in there and I'm weird in front of everybody. (laughs) I can't help it. Sometimes I can make up for it when I sing. You know, lots of times then a crowd will gather and it's like that scene in Soap Dish where uh, Sally Field goes across the river to the mall in New Jersey and gets mobbed by fans because she needs to pick me up. But anyway, what was I talking about? Astrology signs astrology but anyway a lot of the things <laughs> that it says for scorpio i'm like oh my god is kendall really thinking that as a scorpio <laughs> what am i thinking i know all oh it's just all crazy stuff then like, it's probably just, true probably true see it's like highly sexual and highly violent and a lot very fatalistic and i'm like oh my god i know because kendall is wearing so many scorpio masks but uh, is this what's behind them i always have on different masks i have the sexual one the violent one and the nihilistic one you're correct those are those are the masks yeah now i do you know that i'm is. i'm very into all that and i believe it 
<laughs> I know. Your damn crystals over there. Watch one of them's getting wet because of the leak, I think. Well, I, you know, I had to set it out during the last full moon. I got I got worried because all this shit started happening after the full moon. I'm like, ooh, maybe it's bad, bad stuff that's coming down to my crystals. I need to clean them off. Might be bad stuff coming down into the crystals. Kendall, you got to watch out. It might be. Which, all right. Dark crystals. So I think it's time to let's continue our countdown of all the let's do greatest it. science fiction movies you must see. These are must-see films. Kendall. This is not a suggestion. This is a demand. These are demands. So. These are our demands. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what what do you got next on that list? My Cliff? next now, Kendall. I don't want you giving any spoilers about this one, okay? Oh, that's gonna be tough. It is. Oh, it's one that's got to be seen. It's called Soylent Green. Ooh, you know how much I want to give spoilers. <laughs> so I just tell you not to. So it's this. Uh, it's fun because it's set in the near future it's set in uh, 2022 i think and Ooh, super near uh, and it looks just like what it will look like where just humanity has fallen and people are living in the gutter and filth uh, oh yeah that happens just everywhere all the time and it's charlton heston and he's a uh, detective who's real broke and he, he goes and does all this detecting like this rich apartment building and he's so excited <laughs> that detective he goes detecting. he goes detecting that's not a spoiler alert i thought we said no spoiler yeah <laughs> but and he's so excited when he hears they have like hot water and he can take a shower and that they have soap and he, he brings home like a bunch of stuff they stole from their apartment but anyway soylent green <laughs> is I'll 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 let you uh, fast forward 20 seconds if you don't want to hear. But Soylent Green is this thing that people eat, and it's people. <laughs> it's people. <laughs> it's people, Kendall. It's people. That's what he finds out at the end, Charlton Heston. But a f- funny thing about it, there's two other things that are fun about the movie. One is that Edward G. Robinson, who plays this old police. Uh, guy, I don't know. He's old this is, and like his detective or his defining characteristics. But, in this dystopian reality, you can just go to this big building and get in line, and they will kill you. They'll euthanize you in a beautiful way. Oh, isn't that a great future? Yes! And it's you <laughs> lay down on you know, you pick your favorite colors and your favorite music and they show you on this big surround screen it's like a, you know the surrounding everywhere screens like in disney world oh yeah the omni screens it, and it's on on all the walls and it's just they give you this beautiful experience it's i assume they're gassing you or whatever you just sort of fall asleep but anyway that happens to edward g robinson's also oops, spoiler alert go back and rewind and fast forward if you didn't want to hear that oops, that oops. was near the end but that happens and another just weird thing is there's in these apartments that are being sold some of them come with this like a young woman who's like a half of a, a part hooker part maid and they, they're they referred to all the time as furniture <laughs> things weren't looking good for ladies in that time no in the distant future right so that is my pick for number eight well, all right. And I have not. I've not seen that movie. But in high school, we had to read a book that I. I, I don't guess it was called Soylent Green, but I think the movie was based on the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't remember anything about it other than basically what Soylent Green was. But uh-huh. <laughs> all I remembered is a spoiler. All right, I've got another movie for you. Uh. That uh, I don't know if you've seen this one. I think I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. The Voyage Home. I have seen. Have it. you seen that one? You have. Okay. One of my favorites because it's just so absurd that it's great. I love it. Uh, the you know the old Enterprise crew. Uh, they've got this message coming from this alien probe, and it. They're like, wow, we don't know what this sound is, but it's destroying everything. So we got to figure out what this vo- this sound is, and it turns out it's the sound of whales, humpback whales, and of course. We've just destroyed all the humpback whales. We've hunted them to, uh, you know, there's none left. 
And so the Enterprise crew's like, we gotta go back in time to the 1980s and find some humpback whales and bring them back. And let me tell you, good movie. Go take a look. Take a look. (laughs) (laughs) These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) These are them. They boldly went where no one had gone before to the 80s to get humpback whales. So bold. It was bold, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else you got, Cliff? Yeah. Oh, Kendall, you gotta see. You know what makes a science fiction film better than the rest of them all? If it happens to Popcorn. star, no. If it happens to <laughs> star Jake Gyllenhaal, and he does mm. in the movie, oh. it, which I don't know if you've seen it, but if you've got to agree. Immediately, I've pre-agreed for you that you will stream this on your iPad tonight in your corner. Okay. It is a movie called Life. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, oh, yes, I've heard of it. I don't, I don't think I saw it. They could, they could have found it like a more unusual name or something, but I understand yeah. why they <laughs> called it that. It fits, but if you want a movie to stand out, maybe they could have named it differently but that's the ad department i'm sure jake had little or nothing to do with the naming of the film but anyway it stars jake and ryan reynolds and some woman you know i just can't i can't keep track of the actresses these days if it had been bet midler i could have told you it was her or julia roberts but it was some other young woman i don't know and they're in space and they're floating around and they come upon they get it's like a microbe of life off of an asteroid or something. Are you following me? That does sound familiar. I do I, I do want to say that I've seen it's that. Very good. Very I've seen it several times. It's just very rewatchable. I don't know why. But they find this microbe and it just gets bigger and bigger until it's finally sort of looks almost kind of like this octopus that floats around in the no gravity space shuttle or whatever they're in. And you know, and it, it's just you know, and you know, and it is what you would expect here in that premise. But it's got also got some other fun twists and turns that I won't spoil, like Soylent Green. I won't say again what it was in case you did fast forward earlier. But anyway, Kendall, enough with you with that. But it's a great movie. It's called Life, and it's also Ryan Reynolds in a heart as well where they are floating around in space it's a must see are you talking to me 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 me. are you fucking talking to me all right (laughs) oh god and then i started coughing i got some movie quotes for you cliff oh you better share those snacks all right um no (laughs) it would not be i've got my germs on them oh it's not the years honey it's the mileage Mmm, that is from the J.D. Power and Associates Car Buyer's Manual. Well, if it was, then they copied from Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) They were like, hey, that was such a good line, we need to put it in the J.D. Power and Associates book. Well, I'm glad I finally was able to blow the lid off of that one, Kendall. (laughs) All right. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Saying lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's from a movie called They Live. They Live. Now, I know that quote very well, but I don't know why. I don't know if I've seen that movie. It's good. It's where this one guy, he has these glasses, and he can tell that other people are just sort of like these pod people. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it, it's the one where, it, where it's, it, he looks at the ads, on like the billboard ads, and it says obey, consume, and stuff like that. It sounds familiar. Maybe I just read it in a J.D. Power Associate book. Maybe they're just stealing all these good lines. Well, that's an honorable mention. You should just put that one on your must-see sci-fi list. Well, I'm going to put it because I'm running out of movies soon. So, <laughs> Okay. If we bring a little joy into your humdrum lives, it makes us feel as though our hard work Hasn't been in vain or for nothing. Bless you all. Patch Adams. <laughs> no. Close. It was from Singing in the Rain. Oh. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. 
Oh, Cliff. I would have known it, but I got neuralized with that Men in Black. <laughs> I guess the, the neuralizer could not get through all the fat on your face. <laughs> I know. Well, they tried. Because, <laughs> yes, it was. But I remembered it because that was just too fat for it to take effect. Too fat to handle, too hot to hold. All right. <clears throat> she was beautiful. God, I loved her. I just didn't know how to show it. That's all. I killed her, Red. I didn't pull the trigger, but I drove her away. And that's why she died. Because of me. That was... Gone with the Wind. No, it was Wrong with the Wind. <laughs> that was from... No. The Shawshank Redemption. Kendall, sometimes I think I've felt everything I'm ever going to feel. And from here on out, I'm not going to feel anything new. Just lesser versions of what I've already felt. Uh, that was from The Feeling Game. <laughs> no, Kendall, it wasn't from him. It was from her. Remember that movie, Her? her. I do remember that, yeah. I do remember it, but I didn't remember all those wonderful quotes. <laughs> Where does he get all these <laughs> wonderful quotes? All right, I got one more for you. <clears throat> all right. Walter, I love you, but sooner or later you're going to have to face the fact that you're a goddamn moron. Forrest Gump. No, no. from the big old Lebowski. The big old Lebowski, love it. All right, finally, Kendall, for me. I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to die. Was that from Alien? No, <laughs> Nalian. That was from. Slow down. It was from Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner. I just watched that too. <laughs> oh, you must have been asleep. I did fall asleep. I think. <laughs> In and out. In um, and out. Well, Cliff, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Me neither. I'm not talking to you anymore either, Kendall. I see. Uh, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turner just looks uncon- inconsolable over there. And Uh-oh. I'm sure that she's going to bake something soon, so hopefully she'll bake some stuff for us. I hope so, back there in the stove in the stock room. Yeah, you know she gets bacon when she gets uncontrollable. I know. Well, let's go see if we can give her some suggestions. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, we'll be right back after this. Since you obviously have nothing better to do, you might as well keep listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. The movie you waited to see on video cassette is now on video cassette. Everybody got that? Starring John Candy. Funny. Rick Moranis. Mel Brooks. Good, good. And Mel Brooks. Why to me? Get me the video cassette of Spaceballs the movie. Here it is, sir. Spaceballs. May the Schwartz be with you. Available now. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Guess who's back, back again. Guess who's fat. Um, <laughs> I don't have to guess. I can Ooh, see it with we my know. own eyes. <laughs> we know who's fat and it's us. Uh, but we we're talking. We're not talking about fat this week, Cliff. We're talking about science fiction movies that everyone has to go 100% see immediately. Go immediately. Listeners, you need to agree to this before you even hear the rest of them. That we've already agreed for you, so you have to go we've do it. Pre-agreed for you. You're legally bound to do it now. Now I did. I wanted to talk about some honorable mentions that I it was hurt. It hurt me to leave out. 
but I have to talk about. So, uh, one is Galaxy Quest. Have you ever seen Galaxy Quest? I have seen it. Do you love it? (laughs) (laughs) It's very good from what I remember. I, I love it. I just watched it recently again because... I was such a big Star Trek fan growing up, and it really talks about like the people that were in the show and came back, and then turns out a real alien race have been watching those videos from space, and they built a spaceship just like it so they could actually go out and fly. It's, it's just a good old-fashioned fun movie. Good old-fashioned fun. And I, I did. I had Men in Black on my list as honorable mention because I love it. Uh-huh. We, we have briefly spoke about it. And one movie that I almost forgot about that I had to, to, to tell you about is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Now, I love the books. And the movie I, I liked less than the books, but I still love it. Uh, do, you, do you like that movie? I don't know if I've ever talked to you about it before. I remember I liked it, I guess. I did see it. But I honestly... I do not recall. Oh, well, you need to recall. I, I watch it... <laughs> Regularly, it's a good one that I've like. I, I, I got into a habit of like um, listening to the audiobooks when I was like falling asleep uh, uh-huh. for a couple years, a long time ago. And so, whatever I need to like, I can't sleep, I'll turn on the movie. And I know this isn't a good qualifier for it being good, but it'll put me to sleep just because I can like close my eyes and not have to watch it. You know, I can just like listen to it and know what's happening. Uh huh. But I do, I love that movie. So, that that's my honorable mention. Well, honorable they are. So what, what do you got that's that's even more than honorable? What do you got next on your list, or or is it my turn? I think I think it's your turn. One that I know we all love, ET, the extraterrestrial. Isn't it great? Isn't it great? Isn't it great? Isn't it great? Oh oh oh! Isn't it great? You know what I always think of with ET? What do you think? Of? Oh, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> that's what I think. No, about. penis breath. Oh, penis breath. Well, I have Reese's peanut butter breath when I think of E.T. <laughs> That's what they all say. No, I think of penis breath first and Reese's Pieces second and the alien third. Well, that and that is how, that, that is how you would uh, equate the movie if you had to go on and talk about a summary. You'd say penis breath, Reese's Pieces, alien. Alien. And then if there's time, alien. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great one. It was you know I th- I feel like it's do you feel like it gets the recognition? It's sort of fallen behind a little bit these days, right? Yeah, it yeah, it, it's kind of um, you don't you don't hear on the street about it as much as you used to. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know they took the ride down at Universal. I used to love the oh. ride when I was a kid. Oh my God, you'd ride through the the E.T.'s home planet and see all the alien. It was just great. You'd fly through the forest and smell the pine. It was wonderful. Now it's all big screens in your face. Ugh, why even bother going? Everything, it costs $400 to go there for a day. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no, no thanks. They even took away, and it is all screens. It just make you want to barf as yeah. they jostle you around like you're sitting in a shoebox. But so that's my that's my next one. What, what, what do you got? What else do you got? <laughs> uh, E.T. E.T. That's all you had to say about it? Phone home? Oh, well, I could talk more about it. Uh, I love that it's um, it's a science fiction movie, but it's really a movie about the family and about the parents getting divorced. That's what I, It was just like, they just hid that in the, in the sci-fi movie. So it, it works on many levels. And it's about the friendship of E.T. and Elliot. It just, I don't know. As a kid, I remember I would turn it on and... It just made me feel, it was just magical to watch him go fly across the moon. And I have this, I would always love, well, I still love macaroni and cheese, but I would eat it when I would watch E.T. And I have this, like, connection. I just think about mac and cheese and E.T. flying in front of the moon, and it brings back so many wonderful memories. Well, when I was a kid, of course, I loved it, and it was one of the big movies, like, you know, that you, that you would, like, as a kid, when we were young, it was, like, the, this legendary movie, E.T. To me, it was. Yeah. But I always equated it right up there with Bambi. It's like, oh, these movies are like the saddest movies ever. <laughs> and will just make you weep. So that's what was always foremost in my mind was the, oh my God, it's going to be so sad when E.T. shrivels up and turns white 
and they, they yeah. put him <laughs> so let alone when he goes home and all this. Well, and it it was really sad, but I knew that he was going to get better. You know, at the end, it wasn't like you know other movies like Bambi where it's just like sadness and it's like Ugh, you know, live with that now. Like yeah. he, they they fixed him all up. That's true. All right, Kendall, I think that we ought to go ahead and get in Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Churn, and Mr. Snodbottom for hot subjects, because they're standing over there, and they look like they've got something that they really want to tell us. Oh, okay. Well, come on in. Come on in. Oh, oh, oh my goodness, dear. This is... Oh, what a relief it is that we've just found out some great news. Oh, what a relief, dear. Can I tell them the news? Oh, yes, please, dear. Please tell them. Oh, we just heard over the wire that several more sheep farmers want us to help share their sheep butter and sheep cheese and woolen doilies. Oh, we've got more suppliers, boys. Isn't that... Marvelous. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful that, news? That is wonderful. That is. I was hoping for some other news, but that is great. That's good. Well, now, while you're in here, as we're celebrating this, maybe... what well, We've got good news. <laughs> yeah, we've got good news, too. It's time for a segment that we always love to involve you guys with, and it's called Hot Subjects. <laughs> Goodness. First the test and now Oh, this. my. Nothing too controversial, boys. Not while we're under quarantine. I don't think we can handle it today. You know, we never do anything too controversial, and this is the perfect time to talk about the subjects that really matter while we're here in quarantine together. Right. So, Kendall, uh, who should begin? Do you want to flip a space coin? I'll just go. Okay. (laughs) Cliff, in the UK, they did a study to find out what the most popular book among adults would be. And in a sad realization, <laughs> one, in, one in three adults have not even read a single entire book in the last five years. Oh. And now, that's not even the hot subject yet. You might think that most people, uh, or the most popular book would be, you know, the Bible, or at the very least, Harry Potter. But you would be wrong. The most oh, no. popular book is, in fact, Kamini Tom- uh, Thomas's Modern Kama Sutra. Uh, what do you think? Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, my goodness, dear. Oh, what is coming with this world? Oh, my. I much prefer when Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Turn and I sit by a nice fire and read Bible verses to one another. And then we play a rousing round of Find the Doily. That's a much nicer way to do things, boys. No, that is the correct way. Maybe we should... Get up a donation to send some Bibles to the UK. It sounds like they could use them. I think maybe they get the Gideons on that. I uh, wonder <laughs> if the Kama Sutra... Do people really need the Kama Sutra in this day and age? I, I don't know. I thought people could figure that stuff out on their own. I thought so. Kendall and Susan have the one position, and that is enough. <laughs> we have the revised. They have the revised. It's the new standard. It's the Kama Sutra for fat people. I prefer the King James <laughs> version of the Kama Sutra myself. Uh, oh, dear, please don't talk about the Bible like that. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. some hot subjects. Hey, right. Kendall, let's blame Kendall. Can we all agree just to blame Kendall for that? All right. Oh, well, I've, I know it's his fault. Oh, yes, definitely, boy. All right, well, I've got another hot subject, and this one starts with another man in the UK. Imagine all this today. Oh, it's always the UK. Oh, Kendall, don't cast aspersions on the whole place. <laughs> Kendall, this is about Anthony Neal, who receives daily milk deliveries at his home in Essex, England, and he was shocked one day to find one of his bottles was missing, and before he could get it from his doorstep, he gets his milk still like Hyacinth Bouquet does on the doorstep. <laughs> and Neil checked his security camera footage and identified the thief was none other than a wild fox. <gasps> and he said the Ooh, a- fox. animal came. <laughs> he had a fox <laughs> attitude. And he said the animal came, uh, returned a few days later and repeated the crime. He was a repeat offender. And Neil said he started retrieving his milk earlier in the morning before the fox wakes up to solve the problem. What a cute story. Isn't that wonderful? I say, why can we not share a bottle of milk 
with our fox friends. Oh, oh absolutely, I love, dear. I love a little milk with my fox and friends. Oh, yeah. oh dear, do you remember when we used to get milk delivered to our house back in Busheltown and we'd set a little saucer out for the kitties? <laughs> so beautiful when Mr. Marbles would come over and lap, lap it up. Oh, I remember those <laughs> days when Fonky oh, was so Mr. small, Balls. and Opie was but a wee tot. Ever since we've lost our marbles, it's been so sad. It is, listen, it is sad. Kendall, do you have any more hot subjects? Oh, do I? Do you? So, you know, during this whole corona crisis thing, I'm sure you've heard of this man. He bought up 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer, and he tried to sell them for $70 a bottle. Now, of course, they're investigating him now, and he's under investigation, but because of all that, he donated them, thinking, oh, well, this will get me off the hook. But no, they are still uh, going to you know, throw the book at him. But isn't that terrible? Isn't that terrible in all this, trying to make a dime off of the sadness of others? Uh, that just goes to show you. That is just American greed, homegrown. That's just how it is. That's just the nasty side. Oh. If maybe if they read the Bible more, they'd see that that is not the right thing to do. Maybe if people like us prayed for them more, dear, we've got to add him to our prayer list. Oh, dear, yes, we pray for him every night. We'll add a prayer for him as well. Amen. Amen. That that is good. Well, Kendall, here's and everybody, here's a story uh, north of the U.S. border. Thank goodness, get us away from that guy who's. That hoarder, border hoarder, who was... Uh, Idiot ho- hoarder Wagner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kendall, a Canadian band set a Guinness World Record when they ventured 6,213 feet below sea level to play a 50-minute concert. Uh, Ooh, how they gonna breathe that long? <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, Guinness adjudicator Caitlin Vesper was on hand March 7th Deep inside Vale's Creighton Mine in Greater Sudbury, Ontario, to witness the concert oh, played by the band who goes by the name the Shaft Bottom Boys. <laughs> that sounds like a lovely time. I think that sounds marvelous. I'd love to tap our toes together for that band, dear. You would have a little dancing little dancing party. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, yes. Well, the Shaft Bottom Boys, according to Guinness World Records, uh, they can confirm that it is, they've never been anywhere lower than below sea level than Creighton Mine. And? Uh, the Shaft Bottom Boys were then awarded the world record for the deepest concert underground. Oh, uh, and, and unfortunately, we were rated the lowest ratings podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We were. Well, it's always something to, to shoot for, dear. <laughs> that, that was the one time Guinness said, well, the ratings, that you do qualify for the lowest underground ratings, but we, they're so low we can't even print them in the book. <laughs> we don't just too low just a little too low if if the weight's too high and the ratings are too low ironically if the ratings were higher we'd no longer qualify to be in the book <laughs> kendall do you have any more hot subjects that are so hot you can't even believe we're talking about them on the air like that canadian band the shaft bottom boys well i, I have one more for you i do and it's hot <laughs> no Oh, nothing too hot. Oh, my bowels. Excuse me, my bowels. All of these hot subjects are very sucking to them. Oh, it's going to be hot. You better hold on. Because <laughs> a 36-year-old woman was arrested uh, when she repeatedly called 911 to complain that her parents had cut off her cell phone service. The uh, authorities showed up, or they, or I'm sorry, they didn't show up. They they were talking on the phone, and they said, this does not constitute an emergency. And she just kept calling back and back and back because she was so angry that her parents had shut off her phone. And finally, police decided to arrest her because she was belligerent during the phone calls, and the officers decided to arrest her on the charges of disrupting public surface uh, <laughs> services, which is a fourth-degree felony. Fourth degree. Kendall, how, if her cell phone was cut off, how did she even call the police? 
Cliff, I know that you wouldn't have heard of this thing called a no, landline, but no, it no, still no. exists. Listen, the lawyers why, just why would bring she that up. the phone lines for the for the emergency services? What if someone was having a real emergency and needed to get through? Oh, I don't know. Each person, you know, it's up to the person themselves to decide what constitutes an emergency. That's the American way. Well, you know what I do when there's an emergency, dear? I get down on my knees and call the Lord. <laughs> exactly, dear. 24-hour service. Oh, he has high call volume. High call volume. And <laughs> your call may be monitored to assure quality. <laughs> Kendall, I, that's... Oh, it's being all my, I had another hot subject, but it was so hot over here, it just incinerated itself, and it's gone. Oh, thank heavens. I don't think I can handle it anymore. Oh, no more. Oh, dear. Let's go. Let's go and tell the children another bedtime story. Oh, that's a lovely idea. And see if we can find Crockpot to see about those test results. Oh, yes. Oh, Crockpot. Crockpot. Yes. Crockpot. Yes. The test results, Crockpot. Oh, Cliff, those are so hot. I'm, I'm sweating over here. Those are so hot. <laughs> and oh, that smell from all the bowel waste. <laughs> that's what that's another great uh review of our show Ooh, that smell, <laughs> that smell. luckily i'm here i've got some i'm gonna spray some of this pumpkin air oh, good freshener over here we need a little halloween right this very minute oh i do i whenever i smell this pumpkin spice air freshener where i accidentally bought the wrong kind last halloween because it's mm-hmm. a kind that you're supposed that you're supposed to put in this thing that uh, does it automatically every hour, and I don't oh, know yeah. if it's because I got the wrong kind, but it's so wonderful and it just makes me so happy. Well, all you gotta do is remember to spray it once every hour, and you'll be fine. I know. I've been just <laughs> I've just been like spraying it in my hair a little bit, so it's just always around me. That's so that's why you smell one... like pumpkins lately. Yeah, and I've had this one extra oily bare spot in my hair where you see my scalp. Well, maybe that'll help the hair growth. And maybe it will. If it does, I'll let you know. Where are we, Kendall? What? How many more do you have left? Oh, uh, let's see. I've got two left. Okay, so, Kendall, put this on your list. And unfortunately, okay. this is not on Disney+. Plus. I don't know why, because it's a very... Huge, necessary classic that everyone should watch tonight. And it's one of the great science fiction films of all time. Tonight, tonight, I'll try to watch tonight. Kendall, Kendall, this is not a king or a queen. It's an ace. It's Muppets from Space. Oh, yes, that's a good one. And I have it. Um, I don't have it on Disney+, Plus, but I have it. And I've been... Honestly, uh, saving it the last couple nights because I thought oh, I'm gonna save this and watch it uh, one night and make it special. So I, I'm absolutely is on my list to watch any night now. Well, it is just, of course, fantastic. I do not know why. If I was so rich, you know, if I was like an Oprah or even like a lesser, somebody less has like <laughs> even a lesser Oprah. Well, or you know, somebody who has a lot of money but not even Oprah money. Like if I was like Tom Hanks, yeah. I would gladly. Every year, give $5 million to the Jim Henson company or whoever. And just say, mm-hmm. please make a Muppet movie with this. And you know yes, what? They need a, I don't care uh, if it makes any money back. It, it, make it how you think it should be. And just do what you feel, however you want to do it. Just for the betterment of humanity. Yes. because and That's, that's why, what we're missing these days. Uh, and it doesn't surprise me that... They can't, like, get, like, a, you know, something maybe greenlit at the moment. Only because we, we as the, the people, don't deserve the Muppets. They are too good and true and honest and wonderful and sweet and beautiful. And we don't deserve them. We're not good enough. We're not worthy. Agreed. Like Wayne and Garth. But anyway, that's on a greater scale. But on a smaller scale, Muppets from Space is a wonderful movie. And it's where we finally learn at long last that Gonzo is not just some weirdo. He is of an alien race. <gasps> we all knew it. They are trying to contact him. And they eventually do. And it's it's just so much fun. Miss Piggy is trying to work her way up as a journalist. <laughs> 
it's another one of those times, I love how the Muppets, you know, kind of like earnest movies, like everyone, it's a little bit different, like how, yeah. how they <laughs> how they live and stuff. But, anyway, but yeah, and you know, Kermit is there, and this is when they all just live in this one big house together, all the Muppets, and just what a one, who wouldn't want to just live next door to that? I would so move in if there was space available. So, anyway, my pleas to the Tom Hanks of the world, Tom Hanks's and the likes, just give five million. What do, what do your kids need that for? They don't need that. You're going to give them all this other anyway. Do something good with your give, money. Or let's get Oprah yeah. to do it. You get a Muppet movie. You get a Muppet movie. You get a Muppet movie. I'll never understand. Like, I understand, you know, I, and I'm sure that she's doing a lot of good charity work. But if but I had more. this money laying around... I tell you this much: if I had ten million dollars, I'd give five million to the Muppets to make a movie. Oh yeah. Well, I agree. And if we ever get rich, we will certainly donate every year to the Muppet Endowment Fund <laughs> to continue to make Muppet movies. <laughs> I will uh, take a sharp direction in another direction, but it's still a great movie. Uh, Jurassic Park, Cliff. Do you oh, love it? It's- Frightening in the dark, all the animals are running wild. That's right. Someone shut the fence (laughs) off in the rain, and it proves my chaos theory. And yes, I loved Jurassic Park. Don't need to tell you again how I saw it. Not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five but six times in the theater in that summer that it was out. I was obsessed. And I saw it six times last night. <laughs> no, I, lo- I love that movie, and it's one of the very first DVDs I ever got when I got my first DVD player for my birthday. I got that, uh, Jurassic Park, and I think Men in Black. Uh, so that was that was right up there. It's one of my faves. One of, what do you think it is? That just makes you love it so. Well, I don't know. Like, I was I, I was trying to think that, like, why I love it so much. And I think it, I don't know, it's just fun. It's like this, you know, I love theme parks. So it's like, it's mixing all those things together. Uh, uh, all the people are great in it. They have just the right amount of, like, real effects and CGI effects that they blend together. And it's not just like, let's just throw everything on here with computers and nobody will know what the hell's going on. Uh, sorry, I lost track when you were just talking about computers and, but uh, yeah, I agree. It's just a, it, it, it just is a really good movie. I think that just sort of keep, keeps you. I, I guess it, it's, of course it's science fiction, but it's also like action or like a thriller or whatever where it just keeps you in suspense for yeah. so long in, in a really great way. It just melds all the genres. It just melds them, melds them like they. Uh, what the guy did melded the yeah DNA melded all the DNA that was the technical term for it <laughs> from uh. the amber <laughs> well that see and I, yeah. I think that movie after I saw that I started reading like the Michael Crichton Jurassic Park book and that really got me into all of his books and I read about all of his books and they're all great sci-fi books and you should go read them if you have go read them you don't have to take Kendall's word for it. All right, you, you have one more, don't you? I've got one more, Kendall, that everybody's got to agree to see before they die. Listeners, if you are currently on your deathbed, make plans before the lights go out for good to see this movie. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Kendall, <laughs> you know what makes a science fiction movie better than the rest of them all? Jake Gyllenhaal? Is if they star Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. Yes. How did I guess? You got it. Kendall and this one. Oh, if you got to see it, if you got to drive down the road, it's called Source Code. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh my God! You've well, you've already pre-agreed. I pre-agreed for you that you're going to watch it. <laughs> I got a tonight. lot of agreements to take care of tonight. <laughs> right after Muppets from Space, <laughs> you're going to watch Source Code, and I don't want to give away. It's got some good twists and turns in there, but it's this one guy. Luckily, it's Jake, so we can just you know we can just watch him do anything. But he's this guy, and he was this soldier, and he's being forced to relive these same eight minutes over and over and over again as he 
explores this train that he's on as he solves this crime. It's all very scientific and futuristic and fictional. And, you know, it just, it just turns out he's a soldier who's being held somewhere. Oh, and there's more things to learn, but I don't want to give them away because Kendall has agreed to watch this tonight. I have agreed. I, I just looked up the, like, the poster to see if I remember uh. it. I do think... I, I think I've watched the trailer several times with the intent of watching it, and I but I don't think I have, so I will. I will I will go forth and watch it. Go forth and know source code better man. I will. I will, and I'll make a big feast to go along with it, so I'll be real comfortable. Make a feast and just enjoy. You know, there's really nothing Jake can't do. He just makes everything <laughs> better and it's just a wonderful, wonderful... He's just wonderful, and I could watch it right now. Listen, right after this, we can go sit in my corner or your corner of the store, and we'll watch. Well, we'll, we'll set up a screen, and we'll stay six feet apart. No, we, we've already all got it. We, so if, if, yeah, if you've got it, I've got it, and vice versa. Vice versa. That's you know, another good movie. Is, is that your number one pick, vice versa? No, that's not my number one. Uh, but my number one is one of the best sci-fi movies of all time, and I think you probably already guessed it. Back to the Future! <laughs> Don't you just love it? I do love it, Kendall. And I, I'll tell you, and, and a lot of critics agree with me on this, that it is one of the best movies uh, ever made and written because it sets up all these things in the beginning, and they all pay off. It's just this one, like, you know, the Lone Pine Mall after the Twin Pines Mall. And the, the everything, everything is just so great about it. And who wouldn't want to jump in a DeLorean time machine and just drive around the past and the future? It's so good. If you haven't watched it, you better get your ass in a time machine. Go back in time and watch it on opening day. Get your ass in there, Kendall. I, yeah, I do. I think it's great. I love it. And I, of course, uh, feel like I was very in love with Michael J. Fox and Marty McFly and Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I definitely could identify with his mom when, you know, she had the hots <laughs> for him. And it, it, it is just, just a wonderful, wonderful film. Yeah, it is. And I, I loved, like, I wanted to be Doc Brown when I was a kid. I really did. <laughs> that, I, that just shows the difference in us, that of the two, <laughs> that you could possibly want to be. I, of course, thought, what wouldn't I give <laughs> to be Michael J. Fox? <laughs> and you want to be goddamn Doc Brown. <laughs> and see, and that's why we get along so well, because I'm the Doc and you're Marty, and we're just time traveling through the world. We are just time traveling through the world, you know, all of these films that our listeners have already agreed to watching tonight or in the next 24 hours, you know, then they all, I feel like, teach so many lessons and so many, you know, have so many messages for us about humanity. So many messages. So many. And listeners, if you want to write out what the messages of each one are and you can tweet us at Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. Do it. We're waiting. Do it. But 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 now we'll pause on that and because we need to take some time to fill in some blanks, Cliff. Oh, ho, ho. Got a lot of blanks to Blank be filling. Me up. <laughs> Blank me down. Ooh. Oh, now wait. Why are what are those things that Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snodbomb that would. They've got Crockpot just brought them in from the, the bicycle messenger out there. Oh, that, oh my God! Is that the test results? Oh, I guess I, f- I forgot what I even answered on the test. I hope I got it right. Oh my God, we're all gonna die, Cliff. Oh, is that what the results are? You can read their lips out there. No, I'm just I'm assuming I'm I'm assuming the worst. Oh, 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 they, oh, oh they're here they come. Oh, oh my, my goodness, dear. Oh, this is this is well, this is wonderful news. <laughs> We, we all are safe, dear. We don't have the virus. It turns out that these were not coronavirus tests at all. These were Charles's chlamydia's STD tests. Oh, it seems oh, he'd God. already used the acceptable number for our insurance for the year. And he needed a few more. But whoops, we took them instead. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> That's such, such a funny mix-up, dear. <laughs> Very funny mix-up. Charles the contractor, of course. Of course. Well, so that means... Well, we don't even know if we have it, but I guess we're fine now. So but we, we don't just... have chlamydia. That's that's correct, too. That's good. That's good, yeah. Do you know, so did this, did we'll this just, also uh... test for gonorrhea? Could you go check in about that? Oh, no, dear. I'm afraid it's just for chlamydia. <laughs> Very narrow test, boy. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, well. Aren't mix-ups funny, Clay? Aren't they so? I think they're hilarious. But listen, guys, we've got to get out there. We're gonna, we've got several movies we've got to watch tonight. Source Code, Muppets from Space. We're going to watch either in my corner or Kendall's corner. So, uh, you know, maybe we've got to finish this show up, though. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go tell Charles that we have accidentally got his test <laughs> instead. Charles, dear. <laughs> Charles, boy. Oh, my God. Well, I guess that's good news because uh, I'm not, I don't feel sick. So I guess we're all okay still. Uh, uh, except for that. We can't seem to stop that. But I got to fill in some blanks, Cliff. Fill them in. All right, I'll, I'll start us out. All right. 20 years from now, you will be more blank by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So Pissed throw off. off. <laughs> throw off the bow line, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, and discover. Mark Twain said it, and it wasn't pissed off. It was disappointed. Pissed on. No. Oh, okay. Kendall, conscience does make blanks of us all. Asses. No. <laughs> Kendall, Shakespeare would never say that. Oh, uh, that's he, what he was thinking. He said cowards of us all. No. Cowards, asses, tomato, tomato. All right. I would rather die of blank than of boredom. I'd rather be blue thinking of you than be happy. I'd rather die of excitement. No. Passion. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I just can't hide it. Kendall, I'm, I feel bad that I don't feel blank. Uh, excited. <laughs> no. I feel bad. I feel bad that I don't oh. feel worse. And that was said by Michael Frayne. Blank is merely a list of surprises. It can only prepare us to be surprised yet again. That was Kurt Vonnegut. Oh. What was it? Life. <laughs> well, close. History. Oh. Life is a highway. I thought that's where you're going with that. I'm going to ride it all night long while I watch all these oh, movies. Can do your... <laughs> You're such a Scorpio. <laughs> Kendall, we have met the enemy, and he is blank. Fat. No, that was we've met the co-host, <laughs> and he is fat. This is we have met the enemy, and he is us. Oh. And that was said by Walt Kelly. But that's why we're fat, because the enemy is us. Oh, 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 oh. It's true. Well, true statement. Oh, All right, I got oh, one more for oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. All right. The dogmas of the quiet past are blank. To the stormy present. Oh, I've said that so many times today, Kendall. I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. I'll just let you fill in that blank. All right, well, you and Honest Dave said it so many times. Inadequate. Inadequate. See? I've said how many times? 10, 20? I've said that this, this morning before we even got started. I've got a list going. I've got a list. Get, put, so put another tally. Since I'll count this as one. <laughs> Oh, Kendall, this has been a very wonderful countdown. I hope all of our listeners have counted down with us. I hope they all took extensive notes as to what they need to add I hope so to their too. cues and buy. Go out and support your local DVD stores. Don't you wish that that, that was a thing? And <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think there are any. <laughs> <laughs> go at least support your online DVD stores and be like Cliff and Kendall, or at least Cliff, and order the discs because you're 100. And that's another thing about <laughs> Soylent Green when it was in the future. Of course, it was made in the 70s, so nobody's like really on the computer or anything. Everything's still on paper. But they knew one thing is because, like, well, you know, we're, we're all not going to have laptops and the internet and huge you know when society falls it's gonna fall uh. and we're gonna hook up a generator oh, yeah. and cliff and kendall here in the store with the generator are gonna be able to watch our dvds even without the internet 
that you know that's all I need at the end of the world is a generator, a DVD player, and a television with my DVD. That's all so I, I need. Watch my movies and die happy. That's all I need. So until the power goes out, we're gonna keep on doing this show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then if we can get the generator, we'll keep on pumping it out. Even then, even, we're just gonna pump it out. Kendall, just pump and dump. <laughs> That's what we that's what we do every week. Pump it out. <laughs> Amen. And well, I'm Cliff. Do you have any quotes about science fiction? Uh, my only quote is, "I'm Kendall," and we'll see you here next week. I'm Kendall. Uh, another classic quip. All right. It's a good one. All right. We'll see you next week. Now, can I borrow your DVD? Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. I did not follow that.